You're listening to Dear Adult Daughter, a podcast for those who want to quiet the inner critical mothers in their heads and who want to take care of themselves in the relationship they have with their actual mothers. And today I'm answering a question from someone who wrote to me asking how to deal with it when her mother zings her with snide comments. (laughs) So here's what she said. She wrote, how would you recommend responding or not responding to the following comments from my mother? You got a new deck? Your old one couldn't have been as in bad shape as ours. You replaced your carpet? Your old carpet was in better shape than ours is. I was just telling dad that your de- your legs look better in that skirt than mine would. And the woman goes on to say, obviously my mother has insecurity and jealousy issues that have only become more obvious as she ages in her 80s. Because of this, I'm very careful not to share much with her about new items we purchase or trips we take. But when she has these zingers, I never feel prepared with any kind of response if one is even necessary. And so this is what I shared with her. And I said, this is a really good question. And in these types of scenarios, there tends to be a lot of interpretation, assumption, and meaning making because hello, human brains. Now your mother may be making your new deck, your new carpet, and your legs in that skirt mean that her old deck and her old carpet and her old legs are less than yours. She may think that you think that you're better than she is and that deep down inside, she may fear that this is true and that there's something wrong with her. Hello, shame. The shame-based beliefs that she has about herself, but is probably not aware of, are being triggered by your new purchases or trips. And because shame is such a painful experience, it can feel like a threat in her nervous system where There's no logic, curiosity, discernment, or nuance. And once her threat response is activated, her body determines the best way to get rid of the threat so she can feel safe. And she has learned that zinging you does a good job of this. This is her pattern. Okay, so now let's look at you. When she makes those comments, you are perhaps making it mean that she's criticizing you. You may think that she thinks that you're maybe you're irresponsible with money or selfish or a show off. And deep down inside, you may fear that this is not only true, but that it means you're bad and that there's something wrong with you. So hello, shame again. (laughs) Now the shame based beliefs you have about yourself are triggered by her comments. And because shame is such a painful experience, it can feel like a threat in your nervous system where, again, there's no logic, curiosity, discernment, or nuance. And once your threat response is activated, your body determines the best way to get rid of that threat so it can feel safe. But you didn't share with me what you normally do when you and your mother have these types of conversations. So I can't tell, you know, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what how you tend to respond in those, in those moments or react. But if I had to guess based on my own experiences and what I hear from others, you probably get angry, but because she's your mother, you probably also learned a long time ago that anger is not okay. Anger won't work for you. It's not safe. 
So you must most likely shut down or try to appease her. And then maybe you beat yourself up for not knowing how to handle yourself in these kinds of conversations. And that is your pattern. So you, you know, the two of you are engaged in this, you know, pattern that probably has been playing out for many, many years or decades. And, um, the really good news is that while it takes two people to participate in a pattern, um, it only takes one to change it. So let me back up and say that none of this means that there's something wrong with you or that your nervous system needs to be fixed. So what do we do? First, we want to unshame the pattern. We want to see it for what it is. Your body's intelligence and your mom's for that matter, it's brilliant way of keeping you safe. And we want to see how your mother handed shame to you that had been handed to her. Then we want to recognize that one of the things that happens when we've got shame on board is an inability to see and define ourselves clearly right? With that curiosity, that discernment, that nuance. And this can make us concerned or worried or fearful even about what other people think about us, which leads to a lot of, you know, needing to be reassured and performative pleasing, etc. And in so doing, we abandon ourselves. So here is a series of questions to help you spark some of that logic, curiosity, discernment, and nuance so that you can see yourself more clearly and get back in touch with what is um, true and real for you. So fill in the blank, right? Or, or, you know, let's, let's start with this. I think my mother thinks that I'm irresponsible with money. Maybe I'm selfish. Maybe she thinks I'm a show off or, or something else and that she may be right. And these are bad things to be. And maybe this means that my deepest shame-filled fears are true. So here's one question. Do you agree that you are those things? And do you think that being those things is good or bad and why? How can you unshame these traits or qualities? What do you want to think about yourself? What do you want to think about your carpet, your deck, your legs, how you spend your money? And once you've gotten the clarity around that and you've identified your shame-based beliefs, which aren't yours, just so you know, right? They were never yours. They were handed to you. Um, Once you've gotten that clarity, let's revisit your original question, how to respond or how not to respond at all. And the answer depends on who you want to be when you respond or choose not to respond. What do you want the outcome to be with the understanding that the outcome is yours, not your mother's, and that she's probably got her shame still hanging around? What is the result you want? What do you need to do in order to get that result? How do you need to feel in order to do that? And what do you need to believe about yourself in order to feel that way? And I think just by answering these questions, you will have a clearer sense of how to proceed in these kinds of scenarios. And because to be honest, there is no wrong answer. Um, You know, you can have a, you know, firm, (laughs) you know, maybe she might perceive it as angry response 
you know, saying, hey, this is none of your business or no, I don't want to talk about that. You could simply choose to not respond as, you know, as you've said back in the beginning, you like, maybe this is something I don't want to respond to at all. Um, right? You, it, it's up to you to respond in a way that you will like and, re, and respect, respond in a way that will have you liking and respecting yourself. And only you're the only one who, who gets to determine that, right? I mean, I think we have a tendency to think like, oh, taking the high road means that's, you know, that's the best way, or that's the most evolved way. And I, I'm here to say that that's not true, right? It is what will feel good, safe, respectful to you. So if, um, if you uh, are able to take a moment and, and, and go through some of these questions and answer them, I would actually love to hear what you, what you would choose to do in a scenario like this. Okay. Much, much love, Karen.